is welcomed at your table. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is present before we even arrive. And then you fill us. You allow us to be the hands and the feet of Jesus to this world, to this community. So open up your scriptures to our understanding this day. And when we leave here this morning, May we truly know we've encountered the Holy One, the living Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen. American Heritage Girls, tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Ladies Bible Study, Tuesday morning at Phyllis and John's house. Thursday, Nurture and Outreach, food truck. Inquire practice. Next Sunday evening is the community Thanksgiving service. It's at Brown City Missionary Church. And I get the privilege to bring the message. I'm excited about that. There's still time for poinsettias. There's order forms, I believe, out here and out there. How many so far, Lou? little over 20 so far, so that will help beautify the sanctuary. November 28th, after worship, is the hanging of the greens and decorating of the church. Normally it's on that Saturday, but there's a wedding here that Saturday. And just to thank you to the church for the cards and the gift cards and the gifts and for being allowed to be your pastor. Any announcements from any of you this morning? I have a couple announcements, and some of it is the I needs. So I, I could really use, in December, I have one person who's volunteered to help make cookies for our soup, so I could use a couple more volunteers to help make cookies for our first Thursday of the month community soup. You can come to me and let me know if you'd like to do that. The second thing is that we're looking for choir members. Really, all you have to do is be able to open your mouth and produce the 
pound. We're not real picky, but we are hoping to, um, we'd like to get a group together until at least after the Christmas season, and then, you know, when Christmas is over, we can get together and chat. So this Thursday at 6 o'clock is our choir practice. The other thing is on December 18th, we're having our Christmas program during worship. Uh, I am looking for volunteers of all ages that would like to do a multitude of different things from helping with props to helping me do the directing to being an actor to being an extra to not having lines to have lines if you're interested in that. Now we're taking... Yeah, we do have our nativity family, so that's set. Megan and Brian and little Bo are going to be our nativity family this year. So any age is welcome. If you would like to join us, that'd be great. You can come see me after church for that. Thank you. No, I got, I'm using my head mic because okay. I need hands. Um, it's time of year. We're, gonna, we're, we're sponsoring another Christmas family at the school. We do this. We've been doing this for several years now. Um, we um, have one family this year that we're sponsoring that has seven kids in it. Oh. So um, I was telling them to give us a big one because I know we're very generous. Um, so on each clipboard, there's different kids on each clipboard, but um, the directions are right on the front. I'm going to read them because they're very important. Okay. Um, gifts must be gift-wrapped at the church by Sunday, December 5th. I'm giving myself a little extra a stretch room in there so that we make sure that we have everything in order. Um, that gives us a few weeks. So um, you have to have your gift here. If you volunteer to um, bring one, you just bring it in that day and we'll put it under the tree. Um, so what all you do is you just sign up for an item and each kid has its own page. You just sign up for an item Right here, it says winter boots size four for girls. If you sign up for that, you just put your name in that box. And then I've made it really easy for you. There's a tag over here, okay? If you rip that, if you bought the boots, you would rip that tag off, okay? And on each, one side of the tag is a reminder of what you're buying, just in case you forget, okay? And on the other side is the girl, uh, girl or boy and their age, and that's the part you put on the gift. Um, Please use this tag, okay? It's required to keep anonymity, um, and that way the parent can do whatever they want with the tag when, you know, they can take that tag off, do what they want with it. So don't tell them what's in the gift. Just go ahead and put the, 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 the one with the gender and the age on it. So your reminder tag and your tag for the gift bag or the, or the gift wrapping when you wrap it. Um, so there's a page for each one, and there's lots of things. If you feel like um, you want to just give a donation of cash, we use that to buy any gifts that didn't get purchased, or sometimes if we have extra cash, we give them a Ben's grocery gift card. So um, if you can help, fine. If we fill all the slots, fine. If we don't, fine. Whatever, whatever, help, whatever we can do to help is greatly appreciated. So I'm just going to start one on each side, and if they cross, fine. If they don't, I guess you'll have to find them when it's over. So... Um, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me, and I will be glad to help you out. Oh, I need a pen. I didn't get pens. I'll grab them. There you go. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Can you throw? Because I can catch. You don't want to pass your pen around, though, do you, Mert? Here. I got one on my... Oh, look at that. 
Ask and you shall receive. Well, here, you can start it. <laughs> Thank you. So they're, they're due the 24th of December? Are there any other announcements? Then I need a pen for jokes and concerns. I've got a pen for you. Carol, where are you? Yes, we will be. Open. I'm sorry? Don't forget young disciples. Young disciples. Hey, my job is right here. Good morning. Do you like the snow out there? Yeah, me too. It's pretty, huh? Okay, we're going to play a little game. And what we're going to do is we're going to practice first, okay? So I'm going to go nose, and you'll touch your nose. Nose. Touch your nose. 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 Mouth. <laughs> Good job. All right, let's try it one more time. Nose. 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 Ear. Okay, great. That is to show that you always have to be very careful who you listen to because people will try to trick you. Like they'll go nose, 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 mouth, and, you, and they touch their ear. That's just to tell you that you have to be very careful because not what everybody tells you is good. And Jesus wants you to know that you need to follow his voice and not someone else's voice. And his direction, not someone else's direction. Well, except for your mom and dad, of course. The, that they've been given to you so they can show you the right way. Okay, God gave them just to you, right? Good ones? <laughs> okay, let's pray. Father, we do thank you that for the parents of these children. And we, we also thank you that you show, they showed them the way through your word and that we will hear your voice and we will listen and follow you and not another. So we just lift these kids up to you and just pray that they have ears to hear your voice in days ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now someone shared joy.
We had a good week. We went to Barbagi on Monday. I wanted to see her birth certificate. I don't think she's 97. 97. Yep. six sisters up there and celebrated his birthday and one of his other sisters. So we had a good time. Amen. I have a large phrase. Well, actually, she's a real tiny phrase. I have a new great-granddaughter in Chesapeake, Virginia. Uh, Eve is just a little kid. You know, tiny. Can't remember that long ago. I need prayers for my dad. He's battling pneumonia right now, and he's 96. Um, that our friend Barb doesn't have can't or bone cancer anyways, and that yesterday my dad and my uh, brother-in-law were in an accident with a deer, and that they're fine, just the truck got damaged. Thank God. Uh, I would like to share that both Fonda, Zalki, and Dusty, her son-in-law, Dusty who has the cancer, Dusty Meissen, have COVID. So we need to have them in our prayers. Uh, lift up uh, Sandra King and her family. She just lost her husband, Ken, to COVID. Uh, if you could um, pray for my niece, Veronica Cooper, she lost her husband November 12th due to the cancer. Is this on? Yeah, it's on. Yeah, uh, Cindy come home from the hospital yesterday. Uh, the Lord has answered our prayers, I think. The pain is gone in her neck, and for the first time in four or five months, she's got a little feeling in a couple of fingers. Uh, the next couple of months, they said that, uh, you know, the nerves, it'll take a long time for them to wake back up. Uh, I appreciate all the prayers, the laying on of hands, just faith. And on a lighter note, I'm glad the minister got his bean soup. I have two things. Um, one, I went up north this weekend or this week because my sister's husband did die, um, Bill Lafferty. Um, Kathy came through it okay. It's been very stressful because he couldn't get out of pain. He had bone cancer. And um, another one is that I'm thankful that my daughter had surgery Friday and she came through it okay and she's home. So thank you. I just um, am so overjoyed to see our church full last Sunday, and I just want to thank everyone that worked so hard to make that harvest dinner possible.
Yes, um, I'd just like to have uh, you folks to pray for my next door neighbor, Ladina Kane. Um, she's elder and uh, she had blood transfusion. She's in her 80s. But anyways, um, she's having a hard time breathing and uh, I help her out as much as possible with everything. And I just ask if you'd pray for her and I'd appreciate it. Thank you. I just ask prayers for my brother-in-law, Lee Muxlow. Uh, he's in Beaumont with double pneumonia, but he also has Lyme's disease, so it's complicated. And then prayers for the Pura Fisher family. Um, I think it's Sarah Pura is Avril Schultz's granddaughter, had a major stroke a week ago Saturday, and was on life support. Um, she's breathing on her own, but there's no chance of recovery for her. Yeah, Sydney Rasmussen's doing better. She's still in pain, but she's starting to move around a little bit more. Let's join our hearts and Father, I think Greg this morning. I lift him up again to the throne of grace. He's been in intensive care for almost three months. Lord, a variety of names and situations on the prayer list this morning. Does this with the loss of both Karen's mom and dad just one day apart? Lost loved ones. More people with the COVID. Folks recovering from surgery, folks facing surgeries. We have so much to be thankful for, Father. Some are struggling in their addiction. Some are struggling in their faith journey. Lyme disease to neck surgeries, 
surgeries to strokes, blood transplants, the human body is complicated. What a message this morning we get from Pam. Be careful who you listen to. There are wolves in sheep's clothing. Thank you for the feast that was set in the fellowship hall last Sunday. And the brothers and sisters who worshiped in this house. Lord, in our household, we've been struggling with this crud for Breathe fresh wind into us. We lift up Bonnie and the pain she's having in her knee and Cindy Rossman and Cindy Rugenstein. And we lift up Kim. Sarah and Lee. Vonda and Dusty. You are still the great physician. At least we just reach out and touch the hem of your garment. It's good to see Andrea's Be with us this day, Father. Hear us when we pray your prayer as we pray our Father. If the ushers would gather. It is noisy offering Sunday also.
it hot in here? I just shot it. It shot. Father, thank you for these two elders who bring the offering to the cross this day. Thank you for their leadership in this church. We gather tithes, we bring gifts, and we bring offerings. We take up a noisy offering. Lord Jesus, we ask that you might touch it, multiply it, allow us to continue to be the church where you've called us to go into the world and make disciples of Jesus Christ. That we can transform this world one life at a time. We give God the glory. Amen. Amen. You're not that old. (laughs) Brother, that was O-L-E. Not OLD. (laughs) Taking the little ones. Nolan is consistent. At men's breakfast, he brought Elf on the Shelf. Say that again. There was a woman who came to our house ago yesterday. The report from her doctor was that uh, they took x-rays and scans and all this stuff. The report was that she was full of 
bone cancer. We prayed for her. Other people prayed for her. She went to the doctor this week. Doctor's looking at the scans. And says, I see no cancer. Don't ever give up. Whatever your journey is, be it physical, mental, financial, whatever it is, don't ever give up. Just a few days before Ed Evans died, he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and his Savior. While he still had breath, he never gave up. Don't ever give up. Greg has been in intensive care for almost three months. Just struggling for life. COVID and everything else that could go wrong is going wrong. Yesterday was a better day. Greg, don't ever give up. Whatever you're dealing with this morning, don't ever give up. I'm excited about next Sunday evening, preaching in this missionary church here in Brown City. I haven't had that privilege yet, but I've preached in other missionary churches. I preached in United Brethren Church in Carroll. I was the first non-Baptist to ever preach in Griswold Street Baptist Church. And when I leave Brown City Missionary Church next Sunday night, they're going to be talking about that Methodist preacher. I promise you that. You want a sneak preview? It's entitled, I just want to thank you, Lord. And that's all I want to do is I want to thank you. I want to thank you folks. You've made ministry here in Brown City enjoyable. It hasn't always been that way. I got a call the other night. Some of you may not know, but I used to, while I was pastor in Yale, I used to sit on uh, the city council. First preacher ever to sit on city council in Yale. First one they ever let pray at a city council meeting. Well, recently, the chief of police quit. The city manager is retiring. The mayor just resigned. Sounds like a fun place to be, doesn't it? <laughs> and a council member called me the other night. 
Can you move back to Yale? <laughs> the council would appoint you mayor. I don't want to be mayor. The only reason I wanted to be on the city council at the time is that they were hostile towards each other. People that had been friends most of their life because the politics became hostile towards each other. Send a preacher. Send a Bible-believing preacher into a hostile environment. And God does all the work. Never give up. The ministry of the Holy Spirit. He's in you. He's in me. From John 16. All this I have told you so that you may not fall away. We'll put you out of the synagogue back that's coming when anyone who kills you will think they're offering service to God. They will do such things because they have not known the Father or me. I've told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I've warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you. But now I'm going to him who sent me. None of you ask me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But verily, truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe in me. About righteousness, because I am going to the Father where you can see me no longer. The word of God for the people of God. The work of the Holy Spirit is in each of you. The Holy Spirit has empowered you to do the work of the church. I think the switch needs to get flipped. Some of you think you're too old to do the work in the church, but you're not. You're never too old. The Holy Spirit has equipped you. He's given you gifts and talents and we're to utilize them. You have to step out here for a minute out of the pulpit because uh, if anybody wants a kitten, uh, Barb Nagy's got some cats at the house that she's trying to get rid of. I was looking out for you, brother. I tried to get three or four of them to bring them over the other day. The purpose of the Holy Spirit for each of us, the Christian, is in Romans 12, 1 and 2, is to separate the Christian from the world. It's hard living 
out in the world these days. They want the church to be silent. They're trying to make us fall into the pattern of this crazy world that we live in. But our, our God hasn't changed. And he doesn't want us to change in that way. The way that he wants us to change is if there's sin in our life, that we confess it before him and we find this freedom that only comes from knowing Jesus Christ as Savior. The purpose of the Christian is to serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Through the church, outside the church, sometimes this institution is a crazy place to be. We can go out there and we can let our light shine. Your brother came over the other day. We had a task we did. And when he was done and when he's getting ready to leave, he said, will you pray for me, Pastor? Absolutely. I love to pray for people. I love to pray over people. And I got a glimpse of reality this morning. Go downstairs for my Sunday prayer when Bible study is over, when Sunday school is over. And I sit down and a brother asks me, and they're all gathering around to lay hands on me and pray over me. And the brother says, how are you feeling, Pastor? And I said, horrible, I got the crud. And the saints disappeared. <laughs> they didn't want to lay hands on me and pray for me. At arm's length. Because there's power at arm's length. If you're on the other side of the sanctuary this morning and you're offering prayer, there's power in that prayer. We don't necessarily always have to touch each other. But when we pray, we need to believe. I believe that Cousin Greg's going to leave the hospital one day. I believe he's going to be whole and healthy again. I don't want to give up. I don't want to quit. Quitting is an nature. Because scripture says I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And if all the believers were to spend time in prayer, oh my. Could you imagine if we had a, a revival? I'm not big on revivals. I'm big on the reviver. Because you can get a variety of people. And Pam, you said it best this morning. Don't just listen to this preacher on Sunday morning. Check out the founding God's word. Because there's some that stand back here. They need to be run out of town. They're not sharing God's word right. We can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Where are you at this morning, church? I know you, are, you were all excited last Sunday. Sanctuary is full, people sitting over here. We go downstairs and what a feast. I served a church one time and they had a membership of 27. Most every morning there were well over 50 people. Because it doesn't matter how many. When one 
Just one accepts Christ Jesus. That's what the church is about. The working of the Holy Spirit is the shield in Ephesians 6 and 11. It's to shield us, shield the from the devil. The devil's going to try to attack you every day that you wake up. The closer you get to Christ, hear me now, the closer you get to Christ, the more the devil is going to try to distract you and rob you of your joy. But the devil's a liar. The working of the Holy Spirit is I, I think it Clarence, Clarence Shane Hall's at the moment. Some of you are going to think I've lost my mind. Clarence was laying in his bed waiting for God to whisper his name. Fighting the coronavirus. The latest trick of the devil. Why do I say it's the latest trick of the devil? Because he's confusing everybody's mind. The virus is real. People have died from it. But you know what I'm finding recently? We're starting to hear more about people who have cancer again. For a year we didn't. For a year it was just one topic. There's still people facing heart surgery. There's still people fighting diabetes. There's, there's still people in drug addictions and struggling with alcoholism. We're starting to hear those things again. And when I think of Clarence, I think of climbing up on his bed with him and laying next to him while he had the virus, wiping his brow, putting my arm around him and loving on him and praying with him. Faith over fear. Ten heart surgeries. Huh? Ten. Not one, ten. Three surgeries. The virus for 17 days. And we were sick. We were sick. But you know what? When Jesus Christ says, Pat Robbins, come to me, it doesn't matter. When he whispers your name, and he will, it doesn't matter. If, let me think for a minute, I'll be 63. If I can live to be 67, that's 30 years younger than Barb Nagy is right now. Okay? If I can live that long, I've had a good journey. I want to live to be much older than that. But I do look forward to the day when God whispers my name and would that shirt say all my parts hurt today? I'm old and everything. Here you go, Lottie or Joe. I'm old and everything hurts. <laughs> You're right. I'll never be old as some of you. 
We need to revive the saints. We need to remember them and glean from what they have taught us. The work of the Holy Spirit and the work of us is to reclaim the slackers or the, or the, the backslidden. I think we all know someone who used to come to the church and for whatever reason they went their way. I served a church where a new family came to church. An old boy who sat in the pew didn't like the man. The man just wanted to be involved with his family. So he volunteered to be a an usher one day. And the old boy from the pew made life miserable for him. Didn't want him around for whatever the reason. One day the old boy got mad because he was being an usher and he stormed out the door. I beat him to his car because I went out after him. He went to get in his car and I stood in front of the door. I've been a Christian since I was three years old. And now he's in his 60s. I said, really? I said, why aren't you loving this man then? I don't like him. I thought you were a Christian since you were three years old. Yeah. The work of the Holy Spirit is that we include everybody. Because everybody are precious children of the Most High God. What's wrong with us? He calls us. You know someone in your family. I know someone in my family. Let's be more like Jesus to them. In our community, let's reach out to the sinners. Let's invite those into the, into the fold. That maybe they look different. Maybe they dress different. Maybe they talk. There is a woman who worked for Cass Avenue United Methodist Church for many, many years. We invited her to uh, the Croswell Church to give a message one Sunday. I had the privilege to go pick her up. Carol Schisler was her name. I was not allowed to drive on the freeway with her. So we had to come from downtown Detroit, back streets. No I-94, no 69, back roads. Bring her to the church. She shared a message. She doesn't talk like you or I. Because she, she lives on the streets of Detroit. Down in Cass Avenue. And life is different down there. And in her message, sometimes her language was colorful. Even in the church, her message was colorful. And there were people moaning and complaining afterwards that she said this word and she said that word. And they totally missed the message. You cannot be the president of the bank and act the same way around someone that lives homeless in a box and look down on them. We are all God's children. We're all called and equipped with the power of the Holy Spirit to be the church 
and to go out there and be the church and be the best example of Christ you can be. Then he points us to the cross. Are you ready for the cross? John 5 and 24 should show the believers the security that there's only one way. You have to trust in Jesus Christ. For those who don't believe, there's only one way. You have to trust in Jesus Christ. For those of you seeking salvation, there's only one way. And that's accept Jesus Christ. I wish you would come. Our grandson's fighting COVID. He's doing better. God called one of our grandchildren home last month. He's doing better than we are. No suffering. Don't know what his life would have been like on this earth. Everything wasn't quite right. But I trust in God enough to know he's being cared for. And I want to believe one day I'll meet him for the first time when we get to glory. Anything about getting the glory, I think? This is just my two cents worth. Well, how did you get here? You ever think of that? When we get to stand before Jesus and he lets us in? Great is our reward. If we can recognize people, and I don't know if we'll be able to recognize anything other than Jesus Christ and giving him glory for eternity. But if we can recognize those who have gone on before us. Am I the only one that thinks that way? What are you doing here? How did you get in here? But you know the funny thing is? They might ask the same question when they see you and me. What are you doing here? That's where our home is. This earth isn't our home. This is a temporary journey. Some are called young, some are called old. All of us are going to be called. Where we spend eternity is up to you. You have to decide. You know, I was humbled last Sunday when Kevin shared the words that uh, it's been a tough year, Pastor. You were a good rock for us. Man, I'm not sure about that. There were times I was at wit's end. I was. There were times when I was defeated. But he gives us strength. There were times when I thought, when the pandemic first started and we were trying to preach to an empty church. For me, that was difficult. Remember that first Sunday, Ken? I didn't think you were coming back. Because <laughs> at some 
point I said, to, you know, we're getting ready to do Facebook live. My knees are shaking. I don't like to hear my voice on the answer machine. What's it going to sound like out there? So I, I said, I need to go outside for a minute. I thought about running. But I don't have to run from the cross. I don't have to run from Jesus. He'll equip us. He'll take us out of our comfort zone and he'll make us comfortable. He'll give us words of encouragement when we're feeling beaten and downtrodden. He'll lift us up. And that's what he wants us to do It's the church, is to lift each other up and support each other and love each other. And sometimes even correct each other. Because sometimes we need to be corrected. The power of the Holy Spirit is that he pleads for people to be converted, to come onto him. Everyone is included. Every decision that we make in our life, we should talk to the Father first. And he gives us this promise. In John 3 and 16, he promises everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. For me and for you. I think this would be wise this day. If two of you were to volunteer to serve communion. I'm struggling with the crud. I don't think that it should be me doing the elements. I'll pray over them. I need two volunteers. Don't everybody jump at once. Eldon, and here, here are gloves for you after your your dribble of juice. Would you pray with me, church? Savior, pour out your Holy Spirit on all who are gathered here. Father, on this gift of bread and juice, may they be for us the body and the blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ. We are redeemed by your blood. Father, by your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, one in ministry to all the world, until you come in final victory. And we shall feast at your heavenly banquet, through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. I'd like to remind you that you do not have to be a member of the church to partake in Holy Communion. Everyone is invited.
What day did you pick the slide? <clears throat> On the 5th of December, Andrew's going to share a slide presentation of her mission trip to Africa. I encourage you to. I just had a glimpse of some of the beautiful pictures <coughs> excuse me, that Judy sent me. I'm excited to see the whole. <coughs> excuse me. Number 400, comes out font of every blessing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Would you close us in prayer? Our most precious Heavenly Father, thank you for this Sunday morning. Thank you for our pastor and each and every one that come here. Thank you for your blessings. Forgive us of our trespasses, those who trespass against us, and help us through this week, Father, that we may be a guiding light to others that we come across. For these blessings we ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen.